Hello and welcome to the It Starts With Pat podcast. My name is Rebecca Shanuga and I'm on a mission to empower women to be the best version of themselves, for them to know their worth and to have the self-belief that they can be and do whatever they wish. But before I get into it, we want this podcast to reach as many women as possible. So to support us in doing so, make sure you hit that little subscribe or follow button on your device and sit back, enjoy, grab a pen and paper if you wish. It's now time for an episode of the show. Hello, my name is Rebecca Shanuga and you are listening to the It Starts With Heart podcast episode number five. This episode is all about self-belief, what it means for us and how we can get more of it. A person's ability to complete tasks and achieve goals and ultimately build that confidence to enable you to achieve and be whatever you wish regardless of what gets thrown at you and regardless of what you actually put your mind to deciding that you actually want to do. Whether it's a new hobby, whether it's a new job, whether it's a task, whatever it is. So this is something that people in my It Starts With Heart Facebook group community actually wanted me to do an episode on. And it's also something that I've noticed my one-to-one coaching clients struggle with initially at first as well. And then I've been able to help them work through that. So first of all, the thing that I want to say is nobody is born with self-belief or confidence. This is something that's built up over time. So as an example, if you go back to my story, so solo parent, working away up the corporate ladder, starting an online business in January 2020, and then obviously as that started, building my confidence, building my confidence, building my confidence over a period of time, It wasn't until I'd actually took that time to master and practice the different things I was working on throughout my career until I actually got good and then my self-belief increased dramatically and now it's actually got to the point that whatever I put my mind to, I know and I have the self-belief and the confidence that I'll be able to master it. As an example, I had never done a podcast over two, three weeks ago, whenever it was that I launched it, I think it was just over two weeks ago now didn't have a clue how to upload a podcast, didn't have a clue how to do the fancy music at the beginning and the voiceover and how to actually edit anything or upload anything, had no idea. But I had the self-belief that I've built up over the past 10 to 15 years of continuously working on myself, um, continuously pushing myself through different challenges and knowing that as long as I'm putting my mind to it and actually learning and practicing and doing the things I need to do, I knew that I was going to be able to do it. And now I'm really confident with my podcast and I just feel like I'm just talking to my mates in my house or at a bar or something, which is so funny. And like I said, it's not always been the case. And this is something that I really want to help you guys with today because there are just some simple things that you can be doing that you can start implementing now straight away to gradually get to that point where you feel like you can take on the world and you're not held back by anything because you know that you can achieve whatever you put your mind to. So this is very similar to the episode that I spoke about last time when I was speaking about self-esteem. Now, do not get self-esteem and self-belief mixed up. I sort of touched on the differences in my previous episode. So if you don't know the differences between self-esteem and self-belief, just listen to that episode number four. Or if you're not already in it, join my It Starts With Heart Facebook group community. If you literally type in It Starts With Heart in the Facebook groups area, then you will be able to find 
find the group, join the group. And in there, there's a whole live. I spoke for about 20 minutes just on the differences between self-esteem and self-belief, just so that when I was doing these episodes, people weren't getting confused on the differences. So as I mentioned earlier, self-belief is your ability to well, your, your, pers- your belief in your ability to complete certain tasks and achieve certain goals, essentially. That's what it is. And this also helps when you want to branch out into new things. Like I said, if you wanted to start a new business or if you wanted to try something new or whatever it is, the more self-belief that you actually have, the more you actually put into things usually and the more you actually reap the rewards and actually see the results because you're believing in yourself first and you're believing in yourself that much that you're taking the action, even if it's messy action at first, you've not really got a clue what you're doing, which is also something that I'm a master of, just complete, total messy action until I actually master something. And now, like I said, I believe in myself that much that I know that anything I put my mind to, I can actually achieve. And that's my aim for this podcast for you to have the same sort of thing. So I'm just going to talk you through my six tips for building your self-belief and your self-confidence. And like I said, these are things that you can implement straight away to help you achieve whatever you want to achieve in life. And the first one is you need to know who you want to be. And I mean exactly to a T. And I don't mean just writing things down on a piece of paper and thinking small. This is something that you probably want to do on your own, Um, either with a pen and paper or just thinking it through. You might just want to lie down. Like sometimes when I'm visualising, I like to be laid down with my eyes closed. You might want music on. However you need to do it to get in a state where you can start visualising and start thinking about who you actually want to become. Like, What do you look like? What are you dressed like? Who are you socialising with? What income do you have? What job do you have? What relationships do you have? Who, like I said, who are you spending your time with? What does your house look like? What does your car look like? You might not be interested in a car and house. You might want to write down specifically what your family looks like. You might want to do it more based on around how you feel. This is obviously a really, really good thing to write about how you feel. Do you want to feel that you are wealthy? Do you want to feel like you are abundant? Do you want to feel like you're you're content? And then really delve into the different things that are actually going to make you feel content. So is it a certain financial level is it a certain feeling like I said in terms of like family and friendships I'm just trying to jog your memory here just to give you some ideas of the different things that you can be thinking about but essentially everyone's going to look different one of the things I get my coaching clients to do sometimes is to draw a stick man or a stick lady on a piece of paper and then write off it who they actually would be if they had a magic wand and they could be anyone they wanted what would that person be? What would the characteristics be? What would the daily tasks look like? What would they be doing? And it's same when I did this exercise and I wrote that I wanted to be a podcast host. I wrote that I wanted to have a global business. There's obviously things on there that I've not achieved yet, which I know I'm well on my way to achieving. But essentially, you want to be able to see exactly where you actually want to be. It might even be something completely different. So if you are someone who really suffers with anxiety, as an example, or you might suffer with depression, does your ideal person just have someone, is your ideal uh, version of you just someone who's had the mind put at rest and 
you know, not anxious anymore or not depressed anymore. It looks completely different for so many different people. But the idea is you need to be able to see yourself as that version of you. I truly believe that once you first can see yourself achieving certain things or in a certain situation, then there's no reason why it can't come to fruition for you. But you really need to be able to visualize and see that version of you who you actually want to be. And that is essentially the first step to having self-belief. Like I can see my level 29 version of me and I'm probably on, I don't know, level 50 now or something like that. And it just goes to show that you're always going to be growing, you're always going to be developing, you're always going to be learning and everyone does it at completely different paces and someone else's level 10 might look like someone else's 25 but it's absolutely fine, it's whatever it looks like for you but it's so, so, so important that you do that and think big as well. Like People who believe in themselves have big goals and they know that they can achieve big goals with a little bit of work and determination. So that's the first tip. The second one is affirmations, positive self-talk. And I know that loads of people don't take the time to talk positively to themselves or to practice affirmations. But trust me, when you are building your self-belief and self-confidence, there's nothing that's going to put you in a better mood and a better frame of mind to be able to tackle the day and take on all challenges than when you've done your positive affirmations in the morning. As an example, I am worthy of everything I desire. Repeating that to yourself, looking in a mirror, is so empowering. Things like, I am earning X amount. I am doing blah, blah, blah. And essentially, it means that you are talking about something that you desire as if it is already happening to you. And you're talking about it in the present tense. So you need to make a list of these affirmations and you want to be saying them in a mirror, ideally, out loud, ideally, to have the biggest impact. But even just saying them to yourself is, is better than nothing. But if you're going to do it proper, definitely be saying them out loud and looking in a mirror and start believing in yourself when you're talking about these affirmations and you're talking your way through them. And if you can link it into your visualization as well, then it means that you are essentially creating that thought process that you are already there if that makes sense and again it's just going to boost your confidence even more number three is getting uncomfortable so one of the best ways to increase your self-belief and increase your confidence is to get uncomfortable I have been so used to getting uncomfortable for the past however many years that I know every single time I do get uncomfortable, and don't get me wrong, everyone would love just to stay in the comfort zone where it's all nice and nothing's ever scary, but I know every single time I put myself in that situation, I know that every single time I'm doing that, I'm getting better and better and better, and I know that by doing that, I'm going to get closer to my goals. It's so, so important to be pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and facing your fears, and that is how you are going to grow as a human being. The next one is learning and practicing and getting competent at something. So this is where, and don't get it, and why, why I've mentioned about practice as well, is it links in with taking action. There's nothing worse than learning and learning and learning and learning. Oh, more learning. Oh, more learning. 
more learning, more learning, and then not doing any action. You have to take the action. I would even argue to say that taking the action is more important than the learning. The only difference is if you don't incorporate some learning as well, it can take you a very, very, very long time to actually get to where you want to be. If people have already done the things that you want to do, there's already successful people doing what you are actually wanting to do that it just makes sense to learn from them, learn what they've done and learn what they've what they've messed up on, learn from their mistakes, because then it just means that your journey is just going to be a bit more productive and a bit shorter as opposed to going around the houses and learning everything from scratch. Um, but taking action is so, so, so important. Like I said, practice, practice, practice whatever it is. So as an example, if you go into a completely new role or you are starting something completely new, as an example, again, I'll bring up this podcast because this is probably the newest thing that I've been doing. I know when I listen to, so I'm po- at podcast episode number five now, once I get to podcast 105, I know these are going to be a million times better than what they are now as I'm recording it now because obviously doing something five times compared to doing something 105 times there's a massive difference there it was the same when I used to go live the first ever times I was going live I actually watched back on IGTV my first ever live video I did and it was shocking it was dog shit but the good thing about it was the more that I'm doing them and the more that I'm doing them the more that I'm doing them I'm always getting better and better and better So that's the whole point of it. You need to start practicing and actually learning. And again, it has a bit of a knock-on effect because once you master one thing, it gives you more confidence to be able to master other things. This is when you see people who don't, you see the people who just seem to be good at everything and nothing phases them. It's because they've built that up over time because they've mastered one thing, got confident with one thing, and then they've got uncomfortable to learn something new, mastered that, done exactly the same thing again and then before you know it you like I said you feel like you can just take on anything and it's the most empowering feeling to have the next one number five is cutting out negativity so cutting out negative people and cutting out negative situations this is something that I touched on the self-esteem episode as well and I'm going to be talking about it a lot on these podcasts anything to do with mindset anything to do with personal development and growth Obviously, we know the more negativity that's in your life, the more you're going to be held back, whether it is situations or whether it is people. And I feel very, very strongly about not um, being around negative people or at least spending less and less time with negative people. If someone's putting you down and someone's not making you feel the best version of you, why would you spend all your time with them? And it's the same with situations as well. If you don't like a situation that you're in, why are you hanging around in it? And again, this has a knock-on effect on everything, but 100% your self-belief, because if you're getting dragged down into negativity, obviously you're going to, like, like, if you use the example, have you ever heard the... The saying you're most like the five people that you spend your most time with. Who are you? Who are the five people you're spending most time you most of your time with? What's the language that they use? What are the things that they're saying to you? And it might not even be something directly to you, as in directly bringing you down, as in on purpose. But the more that they're talking around you 
and the more that they're behaving around you or whatever negative situation that you're in, you're going to be embracing those negative thought patterns. And I've spoke about this before as well, like your negative thought patterns, those have been put into your mind over a long period of time, a lot of the time since childhood. So if you're in your 20s or your 30s, even your teens or any any age past childhood, any, any negative thoughts that you've got, a lot of the time you've got them from being a kid. And can you imagine how long it's going to take for you to unwire and reverse all of that negative programming that's gone into your mind? It's not just going to be one podcast that's going to completely change it and completely switch everything around. It's consistent. So if you think about another thing such as the compound effect. So um, the compound effect is an amazing book by Darren Hardin. It talks about habits and the more you do good habits... Um, even the smallest ones. So let's say saving. If you were to save a pound a day, a pound a day doesn't seem like a lot of money, but a pound a day after 10 years is a hell of a lot of money. But then it can also have the adverse effects. If you spent that every single day and never replenished it, then obviously you're going to be in a bad situation after a period of time, even though a pound a day doesn't seem like a lot of money at first. And it's the same with this as well. It's the same with your negative thoughts, the people you spend your time with and the situations that you put yourself in. The more negativity that you have around you, the longer it's going to take and the harder it's going to be for you to reverse engineer all of that negative thought patterns and to then turn it into more positive ones. And then the final one is setting mini goals which is linked to them results. So it might be action-based goals, it might be fitness goals, it might be business goals, whatever it is, whatever you want to focus on, it's important to have goals, take the action to achieve those goals and then actually get some results from them goals because that's another thing that does build your self-belief and your confidence once you start seeing results. So how many people can relate to being out of shape, whatever out of shape looks like to you, you might have put on a few pounds, you might have gone a bit unfit, you might have had a baby, whatever it is, and you're not feeling your usual self. You start thinking back to when you was 21 and dead slim and you're thinking, oh, what I would do to have that body back or to have that energy back. And then if you're setting little goals such as and I'm not a fitness guru, by the way. So if I say anything incorrect, then don't hold me to This is just an example. You might set a goal to lose three pounds a week. I don't know if that's excessive or not, um, or too easy. I don't know. I suppose everyone's got their own goals. But if you're doing that and you've set that goal to lose three pound a week, then you need to write down all the things that's going to help you lose three pound a week. You probably also want to write down all the things that's going to get you further away from losing three pound a week. So I'm assuming the things that are going to help you lose three pound a week would be to maybe eat healthier or have less calories, smaller portions, or it might be increasing your activity. Do you do more steps in a day? Do you do more exercise? Is it water related? Do you need to drink more water? Whatever it is. And I suppose the things that are going to get you further away from that are going to be eating cakes, not doing any exercise, not walking, not tracking your calories potentially or not tracking your steps potentially so the idea is that you set these little mini goals and you start achieving them and then as you start achieving them your confidence starts going through the roof there's nothing better than when you've got fitness goals or weight goals or money goals savings goals 
progression in your career goals and then you start actually getting the results and seeing the differences and then obviously you're going to start being more and more confident and it means that you're going to start believing in yourself and it ultimately means that you are going to start being able to do more challenging things and push yourself even more because you know at some point you're going to be able to master it and do whatever you set out to do. So just to recap on those tips, the first one, you need to know who you want to be. You need to be able to visualize it exactly. You need to be thinking big, um, as big as possible, whatever big looks like for you, even to the point where you might not necessarily see yourself at that point just yet. Put whatever, whatever you would like. And if you can't think about it, think about the people you most aspire to be like. Are there any celebrities or online mentors or anyone who you massively look up to who you think is really inspiring? What characteristics do they hold? And is that something that you would like to adopt at some point in the future until you find your own way? And then if you're struggling to see yourself that's when you need to do more and more visualising because the more and more you practice visualising the true person you want to be or what your environment looks like or however you want to visualise your future for you, the more that you practice that, the more you're going to be able to get your head around it and the more you're going to be able to then start taking the action to get to that point. Once you can see yourself in that situation, then it gets a lot easier for you. The second one is positive affirmations and positive self-talk. The third one is getting uncomfortable facing your fears. The fourth one is learning and practicing to get competent at something. And number five is cutting out negativity negative people, negative situations, putting yourself more into positive situations and surrounding yourself with people who bring you up. And then the last one, number six, is setting mini goals and getting those results. And as you start getting those little goals, like I said, they might not even be outcome results. You might not want to put the pressure on yourself of earning a certain income or seeing a certain weight on a scale But you can certainly do activity goals. Your activity goal might just be get up and drink a litre of water every day. Or get up at six o'clock in the morning when you normally get up at seven. And then get, get consistent with that first and then add something else in. It's about just introducing little things to your life. Little habits or little changes or little goals where you're going to get the results that are trackable. Because obviously if you're just doing it to like get up at a certain time or drink a certain amount of water by a certain time, you can track that easily by just writing down on a piece of paper, yes, I did it, or no, I didn't do it. And obviously, the more yeses that you get in, the more consistent that you get in, that's going to build your confidence. And then you start thinking, oh, actually, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can run that marathon. Maybe I can go for that job. And last of all, I just want to leave you with this. Why not you? If you look around at all the people in the world who are successful in business, successful in fitness, successful in the careers, successful with family, whatever it is, whatever it is that other people have that you desire to have, why can't you have it? The world is out there for us all to go for what we want. There's enough of it to go around. But for some reason, people hold themselves back. And I know it's not an easy thing to change if you've gone your whole life with no confidence And then to all of a sudden try and 
change that. Like I said, it's going to take a while. And if anyone is genuinely struggling with this, reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at Rebecca Shanuga, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-S-O-N-U-G-A. I'm also on Facebook, which is just my name, Rebecca Shanuga. And you can also email me at info at RebeccaShanuga.com. So it's info at R-E-B-E-C-C-A-S-O-N-U-G-A.com. Reach out to me, speak to me, and I can go into any of this in more detail. One thing I don't want to do is obviously, um, you know, make it so that people don't really know. Like if this seems so far away, like some people are really, really unconfident. Some people have no self-belief whatsoever. The last thing I want to do is for people to be like, oh, it's not that easy. Trust me, we've been there. Like I said, no one is born with it. So this is where you need to reach out to me if it is something that you're struggling with. And there's also the Facebook group community as well. It starts with Heart Facebook group community. And yeah, there's loads of people in there who struggle with the same sort of thing and they get in there. And it's a very, very nice community where we share um, books that we're reading. People are sharing positive quotes in there. People are really supportive. I'm going live every single week on different topics. So yeah, feel free to reach out if it is something that you are struggling with or if you want me to go into any of these points in more detail. But thank you so much for listening to this podcast and enjoy your day. Thanks so much for listening. If you got value, make sure you share this episode and for even more gems delivered straight to your email, head over to the show notes where you can download the Ultimate Belief Bible, which is my free resource helping you to own your worth, level up and feel empowered in every aspect of life. I will see you on the next episode.